0: Welcome to Beyond the Shoots, as presented by Parasite Systems. We hope that you are staying inside this frigid weather. I'm in Kentucky, and I had 11 degrees this morning, but it has warmed up right before this, uh, right before we recorded. It was 22 degrees outside, so stay inside, stay bundled up, and uh, watch for frostbite and all that sort of thing if you do have to be outside. Now, I'm your host, Doug Simcox, and I'm on the phone with my co host Mr. Sam Swerengen, he is of course a two-time international finals rodeo saddle bronc average winner. Today I am back back home recording in Taylorsville, Kentucky, and the Sam and and Sam is in Oklahoma. BTC is on the road again. Sam, where are you? Are you cold? Are you warm? Are you okay?
1: Oh, I'm okay. Um, When I go outside, I'm cold. It was about zero here this morning. I'm in Durant, Oklahoma.
0: Durant, uh, okay. Mm
1: -hmm. Yeah, right at the Texas border above Dallas. Mm -hmm. And it, uh, yeah, it's chilly out, but it has warmed up nicely. Not nicely. Yeah. But it's, you know, and it wouldn't be a big deal if you're home and you're dressed for it. But here you are with just a coat and a pair of pants and away you go. where so you go it, uh,
0: now now you did have a hat that had big floppy ears on it. Are you, do you at least wear that? Yes, I do okay <laughs> <laughs> They
1: look at me like I got three heads, but uh, you know what I wear that and it, it I don't care what they think that's uh, exactly
0: what, right. yeah
1: when that wind blows across here and it always blows here in oklahoma it's cold you bet
0: you got that wind chill you got everything going on uh today sam and i are going to be talking about the results of round four of the international finals rodeo we're going to be covering each event we're going to be talking about the fourth round placings the aggregate and the aggregate winners of course the year-end champions and the money We've got some new earnings records we're going to be talking about. Before we do that, Sam, as always, you got any updates? Day- uh, do you have any updates? Dalen, Colton, Raymond, anybody? Um, talk to Dalen and Colton.
1: Uh, Dalen's going to Tulsa this weekend for the PBR. Uh, says he's feeling good. I, I don't know if that's. True or not, I think he probably is feeling good for him, but uh, he—I don't know if he trust that growing yet. And mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. That's that's a huge thing when they put that back onto the bone. So yeah, um, it's just going to take time till everything's comfortable or it's right. Right. Doctor uh, yeah. Colton this morning, he was going to head home from Denver. Okay. So uh, I guess he's coming back here to Durant. Okay. And don't know when he's getting in, whether I'll get to see
0: him or not, but I would love to see him and give him a hug. So how did he do in uh, Denver? Um, His first
1: one, dog fell on him and he was long.
0: Mm -hmm. And
1: his second one was very strong. Mm -hmm. Uh, Pushed him down the arena pretty good ways and he made a decent run with what he had. Okay. But. As he was done walking back to the chute, I heard the announcer say, well, that one should have been for your brother, a PBR bull. <laughs> so everybody's seeing how strong it was. <laughs> yeah,
0: yeah, yeah. Big, big steer. Uh, and then do you hear anything from Raymond? I have not.
1: Okay. And usually I don't, especially when he doesn't do real well. Okay, um, okay. I think he won... You know, close to four thousand dollars, but only riding one horse. So okay, um, didn't didn't have a great weekend, but uh, he just needs to get back on track and knock the rough off. You bet,
0: you bet. And we'll be talking about Eli during the bronc ride and Sam. We'll 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 follow up yeah. on him and how he did at the finals. and And of course, we talked with him. I talked with him after the buckle awards on Saturday night. What a treat to catch up with him! I really really enjoyed it. And to all the folks that we that we spoke over the weekend, Sam, we had we had a lot of the we had a lot of people stop in. We did a bunch of great interviews. They're up on all of our up on our previous episodes, and uh, just really really enjoyed it, Sam. From that aspect, we met some nice nice people.
1: Yes, and that's you know that's what this rodeo world's about. It's about meeting people and having the camaraderie and just going and talking and it's it was just a good time you know Yep, just a good time and it changes all the time different people coming in if you're not around it and Mm -hmm. uh now Mm -hmm. we're getting to know
0: these guys so you bet you bet and nothing like having a conversation. I mean, man, we learn so much from these folks, and and I like how a lot of these a lot of these folks are thinking right now. Sam, I heard some pretty, pretty mature, pretty learned people, if you will, with the approach to the rodeo and that sort of thing. Um. So the IFR schedule, we finished up the fourth round. If you remember, it kicked off on Thursday evening at 7:30 first performance second performance Friday third performance Saturday we did all the wrap-ups on that we posted Saturday um, Saturday's went up um, on Sunday evening it took us a while to get that one up and then Sunday's performance we are uh, we're going to cover that today that was two o'clock on Sunday. Um, and of course, the great sponsors that the IPRA had for the, uh for the international finals: Rodeo Wrangler, Loves Ram, OGE, and Montana Silversmith. We got an opportunity to see a lot of those pretty, pretty buckles that these cowboys and these cowgirls won at the go rounds. And of course, the stock contractors too uh, got to pick up a buckle. Uh, if if uh, let's say Cody Reinhardt won won a round in the saddle bronc riding then the stock contractor that owned that bronc um he also or she also picked up a buckle as well so bareback riding let's get to it the fourth round we had cowboy lane elson peter who came in and won the fourth round with 82 and a half points second place in the round was tanner phipps uh he placed second blaine houston placed third. So he placed in the third round and again in the fourth round, he was 80 and three quarters. And then finally, Luke uh, Herbert placed uh, fourth with an 80 point round. Um, Do you want to talk a little bit, Sam, about Lane, Elson, Peter, and maybe Blaine Houston's and their rides, Tanner Phipps? I mean, there was a bunch of them that did really, really well. They were all 80 plus points. Yeah, the the bareback riding
1: in that last round was by far far the best bareback riding they'd been there all weekend. Those guys came to win, and it was like, okay, I'm I'm here, let's do it. And they just uh, they all made some outstanding rides. Uh, uh, Tanner Phipps made a great solid ride on a good horse. But I'll tell you, that Blaine Houston, and I know we've been talking about him mm-hmm. and all that because we have a connection with him, but that young man, 17, 18 years old, shows me a lot. Mm-hmm. His mechanics are wonderful. He's, he's got just a few little things to tweak to get to the level that uh, can compete with anybody. And he is right there. I mean, he was on the cusp by talked to Colton a little bit about him this morning and he said he's trying to go and I'm not going to say the college because I don't know if it's confirmed or not Mm -hmm. but uh, uh, probably the best bareback riding college there is uh, I would and it all depends on what you want it's a four-year school
0: okay okay
1: I don't know if he's got in there or trying to get in or that's where he wants to go but yeah any coach any coach would Love to have this man on their team. I'm sure he he seems coachable. Mm-hmm. Just seems like a very nice young man. And Jeff Collins. Yeah. Uh,
0: oh, okay.
1: I, I I'm sure he would love to have him. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Texas. Uh, yeah. I, I I was thinking of steering him that way, but I know if he's with Eli, Eli already did. Okay. You know, so I'd okay. talk to Jeff or okay. whatever, but. uh, because when Daylon was there, him and Eli got a... Jeff and Eli had a
0: little bit of a rapport. Okay. But anyway, wherever he goes, that coach is going to be smiling, I can tell you that much. You bet. You bet. And you realize, and and he told us this on the the interview on Saturday night, he's still probably going to head to Shawnee, to the IFYR, and he's probably going to head back to the National High School Finals, Sam. Think of that. He uh, had a great year this year at the At the IFR, he's been representing at the WCRA. He had a great run in North Carolina uh, at the WCRA. And here's Sam, he's got another year of eligibility on that on the high school level.
1: Well, why wouldn't you? Because you'll never get that opportunity again. It will be gone. So go take advantage of these things. You bet. And it's not like you're backing up. Some of them kids are so amazing. You know, and I'm 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 just thrilled that he is going back to these events because it it is you'll have the rest of your life to compete in other rodeos, but once these are gone, they're gone forever.
0: Yep, yep, yep. Uh, moving to the bareback bronc ride average, Quinton Lunsford, I believe he was your pick, Sam, to win the average. Your prediction? Uh, He finishes up uh, number one in the average uh, 322 and a quarter on four head.
1: Well, at least I'm doing better than I did at the PBR finals. (laughs) I got one, right? You got one, (laughs) right?
0: You got one, right?
1: I got one, right? So I'm doing better already. Yeah. Yeah. He looked pretty solid all the way through and I didn't see him making a mistake. And he did not. He, uh, Um, rode really good, rode the horse he had for what he had, and he just, he
0: deserved it, did a great job. You bet, you bet. Made money in three out of four rounds, rode all four Bronx. Uh, Tanner Phipps ends up number two. Now listen to this, Sam, a quarter of a point out of the lead in the average, a quarter of a point. So let me back up. Quinton Lunsford wins the average 322.25. Tanner Phipps wins with 322. Yeah. A quarter of a point on four
1: head of Bronx. When I was watching that, Coming up, I was curious to see if I was going to get one right. And (laughs) after his ride, I said, oh, boy, I don't know.
0: And he (laughs) was 78 and a half. He was 78. Quinton was 78 and a half points. Um, And and Tanner, you know, showed up and had a great fourth round, his high point score of of the weekend. But, man, a quarter of a point over four head doesn't get any closer. Nope, nope. No, no. Can Unless it's a tie. There's no closer. That, that's no. exactly right. Uh Blaine Houston finishes up third, uh 3.16 and a half on forehead. Um just didn't have enough horse and enough score the first two uh, rounds. He, he was 77 in the first round, no money. 74 in the second round, no money. And then 84 and three quarters in the third round. Wins that one. Places third on Sunday uh, for that 80 and three quarters points. So he finishes up 316 and a half on three, five and five and three quarter points out of the lead. Off the average, I should say. Yep. Just
1: rode good, especially in the last two rounds. When he got on the right horses, he could really spur mm-hmm. But uh, the the round he won. Uh, that might even have been the high mark ride of the weekend. It and was. was. Eighty four yes.
0: and three it, quarter it, points. It could have
1: been a couple more. It you was bet. really good. You bet, really good.
0: And then uh, Luke H- Herbert comes in uh, fourth in the average, uh, three oh six and three quarters. Then we go to the finals, and the number one man. He came in number one. He had the most money won through the through the IFR at about thirteen thousand dollars. Tanner Phipps, Dalton, Georgia cowboy. Um, he comes in to win. The year-end championship, Sam.
1: Yeah, and do you have how much he won it by there?
0: Because I thought he was going to lose it there for a while. He he won it by eight thousand, um, but okay. he came in and he won the second. Uh, he played second in the fourth round, which put him up solid in the average. Uh, Blaine Blaine came in number four in in the world standings, about four grand behind him. And uh, he ended up, Blaine ended up placing second on the year behind the 2022 and now 2023 world champion. It was close. Wow. Yeah. Wow. So Blaine was moving. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. Rode really good. Rode really good. And then Quinton Lunsford, he had a heck of a. Heck of a finals, as we already said, he placed first in the average. And I misspoke. Uh, Tanner Phipps was not high money. Um, Quinton Lunsford was high money with $14,815, Sam. Uh, $11,000 out of first place. Came in 10th in the standings to the finals. Came in 10th, finished up third, picked up seven positions. (laughs) That's pretty incredible that's that's good right that's the big money right that's the big money and ultra competitive of course in the bronc in the saddle bronc riding um cody reinhardt had come in fourth in the in the standings he knew he had to put it together he placed fourth in the first round first in the second round didn't place in the third round fourth round he placed um first with an 82 and a half points. So he was first in the fourth round. Joe Farron was second in the fourth round. Um, so at that point, Cody had picked up about a thousand dollars on him, on Joe going in, who was our leader coming in. Cody Gertson places third in the round. Timothy Troyer places fourth in the round with 76 and a half points. Um going to the average then the average was won by Cody Reinhardt. He was 313 points 313 and a quarter points on forehead. he wins the average. That pays $7400. Joe Farron, remember he's our number one guy coming in. Joe Farron places second five points off of Cody on the total on the total aggregate. Tim Troyer places third in the average. Uh, and then finally, uh, St- uh, Stefan Grafen places fourth in the average. And in doing so, picks up about $1,900. So the final world, world standings. Joe Farron wins it. He earns $13,000 at the IFR. He and he ends up beating the number 2 man Cody Reinhardt by $862 and Cody uh earns is the high money earner at the finals with $14,815 Sam when it all comes down Joe wins by 860 $862 and he pulls out a second place in the final round. Like we talked, that was worth $3,700 and because of Cody's um, fourth place of 37 or first place in the fourth round, I should say $3,700 wins the average. He picks up 14 eight compared to 13 four for Joe Farron. And Joe Farron is your year-end champion by $826. Okay. What a race, huh? <laughs> it was. What a race.
1: But remember when we were talking up there when I said, wow, Rudy Troyer missed his horse out. Yeah. yeah. That, uh, that was going to allow Joe. That may be the thing that allowed Joe Farron to win the world. Yeah.
0: Could very well have because
1: been because if he yeah. had won second in the average, because he or first, you know, he was right there. Rudy, you uh, mean? Yes, when he missed his horse out, he was gonna be in the you know, top two and yeah. or so. Yeah. Yeah. And uh that could have been the reason that uh Joe Farron won the
0: average. Could very well have been. Absolutely. Or won the world because he yeah, eight hundred Dollars, Yeah. And so, and if Rudy, if um, you remember the ride that he missed him out on, remember that, that ride in your mind, Rudy, of course, mm-hmm. what would you escort him? Let him get the mark out. What would you escort him? You know,
1: that wasn't a real good horse, and he didn't ride him real good. Um, so he had been about 77,
0: 78, something like that, yeah. I think. He might, still, he might still have been in the money, you know? Might we, still, but you know. anyway, eight hundred and sixty-two dollars after a full year, um, and these, you know, we talked about high money all the way through, Sam. The big money, the big, big crushing money, and what a difference it can make. And and to put it into perspective, there was one one fellow I looked at. He made um, his regular season earnings were seventeen thousand, and the finals paid him eleven thousand. Yeah. So just as a perspective of all that, how big the money is, Um, for example, Cody Reinhardt won 30,000 on the year. Well, he picked up 15 grand. He picked up 15 grand just at the finals. So he won is he won half as much during the finals as he did the whole year. And I know wow. he was hurt, and he had some other. You know what I'm saying? There's always stuff good, goes you know. on through the year. But what a crazy amount of money! I love this.
1: You know, when you can win fifteen to twenty thousand on a weekend, that's
0: a good rodeo. Oh my goodness, yeah, I that's guess. a good rodeo. You so, bet. You bet. Uh, buy your cards, people, and let's get going. Absolutely, and we don't forget the W C R A connection because they're winning. Yep. They're winning fifteen grand, twenty grand a weekend over there too. Yeah, and I did ask somebody, I don't know who how much
1: it counted uh, for hmm. points towards the IPRA and the WCRA, and it was pretty significant. Yeah, yeah. You know, pretty significant. I don't remember the numbers, but uh, okay, it, it, yeah, it was good.
0: Lots of money to be won. You bet. Lots of money to be won. Um, bull riding. We talked about bull riding. Of course, uh, Hudson Bolton, what a great great phenomenal weekend we'll talk about that the big news of the fourth round was he placed uh he placed second in the round um, <laughs> that was a big news reed arnold wins the final round with 87 and a quarter points picks up $3700 hudson bolton um is nipping at him on that on that uh on that fourth round at 86 and a quarter points. He places second, 84 and three quarters gets you third, 80 and three quarters gets you fourth. The bull riding Sam on Sunday, what'd you think?
1: Oh, they really finally came to ride. Um, They rode four bulls and came close on a few more. And this, this Hudson kid is, He's, he's got the mechanics to be very good, not not only the mechanics but the size. I he's six foot one sixty, and he'll be able to take some punishment from those bigger bulls. and it, it it's gonna be interesting to watch those two young boys, Lane and Hudson, and see see where their career leads them because
0: the sky is the limit from what I can see. You bet. You bet. And and Hudson and all these bull riders, I mean, they, there was some good rides. Anytime you're riding 87 and a quarter points, 86 and a quarter, uh, 84 and three quarters, you got a bull riding going on. Uh, and in the bull riding average, Hudson Bolton wins it. Um, 335 points on forehead and if you got a calculator that would be 83 and three quarters points he averaged Sam and the first the first round where he won nine ninety $9, two hundred dollars he was only 75 and a quarter well here you go
1: I got another one right. <laughs> you did. <laughs> the average. You, you did. Absolutely. <laughs> oh, was it too hard to do? Because he had oh. it sewed up. Oh man, he yeah. did. He did. Yeah, mm-hmm. it seems like a very nice, polite young man. Um, yeah, just just waiting to see where he gets to it. And now he chooses not to go to the high school finals mm-hmm. or the IFYR, mm-hmm. which you know. I, I hope he changes his mind and, and realizes that uh, they won't be back. Mm-hmm. And maybe that's just the old man in me. Yeah. Yeah. Like to see the kids do the best they can do when they can do it. You bet. But I, under, I understand also, you know, when there's big money on the line and you want to play the game, you want it so bad you want to, get to the best level you can get to. And I, I I understand that, but uh, those won't be coming back Hudson. So if you're ever listening, (laughs) think about that. I'm not going to tell you what
0: you should do, but just think about it seriously. Yep. Yeah, no, that's exactly right. You know, it kind of what comes to my mind is the Le- LeBron James, right? LeBron James went from high school to pro NBA basketball, right? Not many do. Mm-hmm. Not many do. No. Michael Jordan went to college and played four years and then moved to the NBA. So tons of different approaches to it. Um, I, You know, I'm with you. I'd love to see him come up through those channels. You know, a lot of greats have come through the IFYR and through the National High School uh, finals, you know, uh, the rights and all that. So put your name in the record book as you come all the way through. It'll matter, I think, at the end of the day.
1: Um, And, and, you know, it's not like you got to do it all year long to get there. You know, this is three weeks or a month out of your life. Yeah.
0: Yeah. I mean, he goes to a couple of high school rodeos and I think he's already been to a couple, probably enough to at least get him into the state qualifier, right? For Tennessee. He goes to Tennessee and wins that out. He's on to, he's on to, where's it this year? Do you know the national high school finals rodeo? No, I don't. Okay. Got to be up in Wyoming again. I'm guessing, but the IFYR doesn't require any kind of qualifier at all. Get in, go get the money. Uh, be in the, uh, in the IPRA record books on the way through, and we're going to pay attention to Hudson Bolton. We'll we'll know where he is. Um, exciting times. Exciting times. Second in the average, uh, Reed Arnold, he rides two bulls, wins the fourth round, as we talked about, places him second in the average. He picks up $5,500 for the average win, or for second in the average. Dason James rides one for 80 and three quarters. Um, or rides two, excuse me, excuse me, rides two for 161 and three quarter points, picks up 3,700, and then fourth place, Justin Bates in the average, rides one bull for 84 and three quarter points. Bull riding final standings, Hudson Bolton. He wins $29,630 on the weekend, Sam, at the IFR, taking his total money won for the year to $79,705. He is your 2023 IPRA Bull Riding Champion. Fantastic. Twenty nine thousand dollars, Sam. Big, big money. And thank you to the IPRA. Thank you to Rodeo Logistics and all the all the fine folks that contribute to this, because this is this is big money. And and you can see this this um, this matters. Right. Um, Reed Arnold, for example, uh, he comes in number six in he places he places. uh, second on on the year end, he picks up four places in the process. How about this, Sam? He wins thirteen thousand on the regular season. He wins twelve thousand at the finals. <laughs> yeah, that's
1: yeah, it's worth going to, and it's like Hudson Bolton. Yeah, at, ni- at seventeen years old. Yeah, when right at thirty thousand dollars. At on the, the weekend. weekend. That is just. At 17 years old. At 17 well, years old. Yeah. And I think he sounds like he's grounded and uh, oh, will take so. care of things. His parents seem like wonderful people. Yep. Had a nice chat with them. Okay. And, uh, good. They they raised a very nice young
0: gentleman. You bet. You bet. And yeah. then Dason Janes uh, comes in number eight, picks up three, posi- uh, three positions, three I'm sorry, five positions, ends up third on the year. The Muldrow, Oklahoma Cowboy, third on the year-end point standings. And then finally, Nicholas um, Bryan, he comes out of Quebec. He, uh, he ends up fourth. Uh, he ends up fourth on the year, Sam. So congratulations again to, um, to Hudson. What a great job. Let's move to the big men's event. Justin Thigpen. Uh, He wins the fourth round. He comes out. If you remember, Sam, he was zero for three coming into that fourth round. But he wins the fourth round, wins $3,700 with a 3.8 second run. And right on his tail were two 3.9s that split second and third, Chase Crane, Gody Dosher. And then fourth with a four and a quarter was David Reagan. So moving into the average the average winner is Chase Crane. He ends up first in the average he's 18 and 3 on three head on forehead, excuse me, 18 and 3 on forehead. Uh and he picks up $7,400 for that average win Kim Langless he is he finishes up um Second in, the, I'm sorry. Matt O'Bri finishes up second in the average with 22 and three. Kim Langless finishes up 22 and four in third place by one tenth of a second out of um, out of uh, second place. And um, uh, Cord Bearclaw, or Cord Bearclaw as they call him, he is fourth in the average. Sam 26 on on uh, on forehead. So, on three head, actually. Um, so, Sam, just a quick wrap-up. Chase Crane, I believe that was your man in that the average? Right that was I got another one right. Okay. okay. Wow. I'm doing better. Yeah, uh, you're doing better. And then for the year-end championship, Justin Thigpen, um, he places in the fourth round. Um. And and wins another championship, of course. But listen to this, Sam. He wins the year end by three thousand dollars. Did I tell you he placed he won the fourth round for three thousand seven hundred dollars? Well, when it was time he
1: stepped up and did his job. You and bet. He hadn't had any luck.
0: Until that point, but uh, winners win. Winners win. Winners That's win. That's what he did. That's exactly right. Yeah. So he ends up number one in the year-end championship, wins about $30,000. Chase Crane is uh, ends up number two. Sam, he came in ranked number eight, the power of the money, the power of the money, and he was high money winner with um, um, $13,000. And it moves up two or six complete places in the standings, and then Kim Langlois comes in, wins about seventy-eight hundred on the year, finishes up third. I'm sorry, seventy-eight hundred at the finals uh, ends up third, and your number four guy came in number four, David Rager Jr., and he picked up about forty-six hundred dollars on the year or on the uh, finals. Yes, and uh, Mr.
1: Crane won the average mm-hmm. he was the one that also did so well at the wcra rodeo absolutely
0: yes yes So he
1: had a good two weeks
0: he had a great two weeks he picked up 3500 there that's a great point he picked up 3500 lazy do we need to say it anymore sam get your darn i, 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 <sighs> I right. think people yeah well we'll see if we need to say it or not if it if it
1: uh draws them in and they start <laughs> committing to their rodeos, we got it done. But okay. if not, get get your rodeos in that you want to put down for to go to the WCRA rodeos.
0: Absolutely. And your number four, your top four in your steer wrestling, Sam, on the year-end standings. Listen to this. Justin Thigpen picked up uh, 5,200 at the Lazy E last at the WCRA event. Okay? Okay. Your number mm-hmm. two guy on the year end, same event, picks up $3,500. Okay. And finally, your number four guy in North Carolina in the fall picks up $4,100. I don't know how to Whoa. promote this any better. Okay. WCRA, we aren't going to harp on it anymore. Okay.
1: Yeah, so three out of the four. Two wrestlers in the top four standings. Yep. Yep. I have one money in the WCRA and two of them right there at the weekend before. Yep. Yep, don't get much
0: better. Man, it doesn't get okay. much better. Absolutely, and and if you remember, it was darn near a million dollars between those two weekends. Four hundred thousand was the total payoff um, the, at the at the WCR event. The weekend before, Sam. The weekend before, and a half a million was handed out this last weekend uh, for the IFR. Man, I make your year. Make your living. Two week, two weekends, yep. and you can almost afford a hotel room if you're going to win that kind of money. Yep, and what we might want to look at, Doug, is coming
1: out next year, two weekends. I don't know. I, I depends think where maybe. the world has us.
0: Yeah, <laughs> yeah. I think maybe. I think we want to go check it out. I love the Lazy E Arena, Sam. First time I was ever there, I was so incredibly impressed. Just a neat, it feels like a place to go contest a world championship to me. Yes perfect arena perfect ground we're going to talk about that with the cowgirls and the barrel racing it just i can't say enough about the place yeah it's out kind of off the beaten trail you gotta know where you're going but man they they handled traffic in and out really really well good crowds on saturday night and uh big screen the whole bit um Man, to our listeners, if you weren't there, you got to get your tickets next year. It's worth the travel. It's four days. It's pretty intense, um, and it's a lot of fun. Let's move to the tie-down calf roping. Wes Smith in the fourth round wins it. He had been quiet all the way through, but he wins the fourth round with $3,700. He ties in an 8 Point six, very quick time. Um, J. C. King comes in second on the day with an eight and nine. Matthew Gagnon, he comes in with a nine and two to place third, and finally in nine and fourth, Jared Noren, the Ontario cowboy, he places fourth. Listen to this, Sam. Eight six. Eight nine, nine three, nine four. Fast ropings on that fourth round. The fourth round, everybody it just felt like, man, if we had a fifth round, sixth round, you're gonna see some crazy stuff. And we did have some arena records broken during during the weekend, but it just felt like Sunday. Everybody as cold as it was, everybody was warmed up and ready to ride.
1: Yeah. It 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 was good watching it. I didn't want to even go out there Saturday night. It was cold. (laughs) Right. Just, just, just kidding. But uh, yeah, yeah, it it was good. And the average. uh,
0: Let's hear who did what in the average. All right. So, so the big man, Justin Thigpen. Uh, he's won 10 world championships, you know, uh, to, um, we talked about that all weekend. He ended up winning the average, uh, 36 and nine on 12 on three heads. Excuse me. That's about 12 seconds per run. He uh, was, that would have been head, Doug. Our forehead. I'm sorry. You're exactly right. 36 yep. and nine on four. You know, he was kind of quiet. He won the first round, uh, uh, was 10 and one in the second. Didn't make any money there. Comes back with a nine-second run on Saturday night to place third. And then finally uh, a nine-in-five on Sunday, no money there. But good enough, strong enough, consistent enough to win the average in $7,400. Just very much businessman run. And we talked, Sam, his banner hangs from the rafters in the lazy e for that world what is it the world timed event championship yes mm-hmm.
1: and it, it that's a feat that not many people can even get into let alone win yeah so yeah that's pretty
0: incredible and and i was looking some of the toughs hanging up at trevor brazil I mean, some really impressive, impressive cowboys that have done great things throughout professional rodeo, and Justin in 2019 wins it all. You know, our steer wrestler um, uh, Dosher, right? We talked yep. about him a little bit. Um, he had placed uh, fourth in, uh, or I'm sorry, third, second and third in the final round. Cody Dosher, Weber Falls, Oklahoma. His is going to be hanging from his is going to be hanging as well from the from the uh, banners uh, or from the rafters, I should say, because he is the 2023 World Time Event Championship. So the IPRA is representing whether it's in the World uh, Time Event Championship, whether it's in the WCRA, these guys are representing. And that's that's what they do it for. That's, Go get them. You You bet. You bet. So uh, Justin wins the average. We talked about that. Um, uh, first in the average. J.C. King was second in the average. Cato Llewellyn was third. And Zeb Chapman was fourth. Then we go to the year and finals. And our cowboy, Justin Thigpen, top money ren- winner in the tie down roping. And he wins uh, a Grand total of about 13,000 at the finals to wrap up his championship. He wins 48,000 on the year. Second place is about 21,000 behind. And that would be Jeb Chapman. He came in number two, he ended up number two. Cato Llewellyn finishes up third, came in sixth place in the world standings, picks up three, wins about 7,800 on the weekend and J C King finishes up fourth, came in ranked fourteenth, and finishes up the year by picking up ten positions. He earned about eighty eight hundred dollars at the final, Sam. Yeah. And uh I got another one right. You got another one right. Pick Justin
1: and I was really hemhorn between him and Cato, but uh
0: I, I guess I stuck with it. that's good. you stuck with it. team roping fourth round. Uh, first place was Wyatt Allen. he roped with uh, he caught with a four and one that was he was zero for three he and he and uh, Adam Plyler were zero for three coming in uh but they that team picks up um, first place with a four and one thirty seven hundred dollars uh Trevor Howard and Cody Heflin. They ended up second with a four and nine in the round, pick up about uh, $2,800. Sergio Jr. Fomazin and Casey Stipes, they end up with a five and one to place third on the round. And finally, Eric Fleury and Tyler Hutchins, they place fourth on the round with a six and five. Going now to the average of the team roping, Uh, Garrett Smith and Josh Clayton. End up winning the average uh, 22 and 4 on forehead. They win. They pick up $7,400 for that average win. Second place is going to be Will Clark and Derek Crawford, uh, 29 and 2 on forehead, and they end up winning $5,500. Kobe Sanchez and his partner, Zach Mabry. Thirty-nine and four picks up thir- uh, third in the average, and fourth in the average is Heath King, Stephen Britnell. Um, so, in our finals, in our year-end championship for the header, in first place, Heath King. He wins it. Um, yep. yep, Heath King um, won about five thousand dollars on the year, and of course, he roped with Stephen Britnell. But Heath King is our header. Um, Garrett Smith, uh, he ends up being the high. He his team ends up being he and Josh Clayton ended up witted the most during the finals at fifteen thousand seven forty one in the team roping. They end up second in the average or second on the year end. Sam came in. This is a team one another example. They came in ranked number fifteen, having earned sixteen thousand dollars in the regular season. And they picked up fifteen thousand seven hundred and forty-one dollars at the finals. They were came the, close to matching it. <laughs> came close to matching it. Crazy. Wow. Good Crazy. For them. Crazy amounts and of money. That was another pick that won the average. That uh,
1: uh, it was good. Good. Yeah. And good. they just had to be solid on the last one, and they took a businessman's run, and I think they were six six, and it, it was just good. Yeah. Um,
0: yeah, you're talking about uh, Heath King and uh, Stephen Britton, right? Won the no, average? They, no, won the year end? No, I was talking about the average winners. Oh, uh, oh, I got ahead of you, didn't yeah. I? I got way ahead of you. Yeah, I'm sorry. And uh, <laughs> no, that's okay. Well, <laughs> I
1: just I just wanted to boast out there that I yeah. have picked another one. Right? Okay,
0: okay. <laughs> and so, I, I'll uh, let it I'll let it through that Sam. I'll let it through. That <laughs> if,
1: but now, if Bricknell and King had a broke out on their first year. Yep. They would have won the average. Yep. Yes. If, if, if and only. Yep. Yep. I understand.
0: Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yep. Yep. But they and, did and good for the other team. Good for the other team. Okay. Absolutely. And then um Jake Wells and Briar Hamilton place uh, third on the year. They they came in third, ended up third. And then Braxton Culpepper and Brad Culpepper ended up the year in fourth place. They came in number two, lost some ground, uh, didn't make any money during the finals. So uh, they end up number four on the year. The header ends up number four on the year. So the- it, that's, that is the surprise of the whole rodeo mm-hmm. right there. Mm-hmm.
1: Okay, I won't say much more about it, yeah. um, but they, if if you wouldn't have been wrong, you would have been wrong, but you wouldn't have been wrong saying they would probably come in and win the average yeah. coming that Rodeo, you know, and they didn't want a die.
0: Darn your bet so, to farm on them, wouldn't you, coming in, yeah. knowing what you know about that well, team? I know there's a lot of good competition,
1: but to shut them out completely, it mm-hmm. just wasn't their turn. It wasn't yeah. their turn. Yeah.
0: No, nope, that's exactly right. So the, the 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 urine championship for the healer of the team roping, Steven Britnell, right? Um, um, he ends up he ends up winning about five thousand dollars on the on the uh, at the IFR, and his total earnings are about fifty one thousand for the year. Second, Josh Clayton, he comes in number ten in the healing race ends up number two. Another wild example of the big money. Seventeen grand on the year, sixteen grand on the weekend, Sam. Yep. Just good roping good good roping. good roping absolutely good roping and you know the uh zach mabry he con- he finishes up the year in third place picks up about five grand um during the weekend and briar hamilton um, picks up one position and finishes the year in fourth place and again we got to talk a little bit about the uh a little bit about the big money of W.C.R.A. going right along with it, Lazy E, the Britnell and Heath King, they won fifty-three hundred dollars in uh, at the Lazy the weekend before. They won forty-one hundred dollars in North Carolina. Um, so in in the fall, so big money wherever you look at it. And then Brier Hamilton, he ends up at the Lazy, winning forty-seven hundred dollars. And um, and then in North Carolina, he won fifty four hundred dollars roping with Jake Wells in both of those places. So big money out there. I I said we weren't going to talk about the WCRA that hard anymore, but it's so compl- it's crazy. I mean, the big money is just well, is so impressive.
1: Well, what it does, Doug, is it just ties together. It's hard not to talk about it. Yeah, yeah. You yeah, know, yeah. It, it it just ties into um,
0: what you can do at these events. Yep. So, yep. 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 Um, so going to the cowgirl Bear race and Sam, this to me was the must watch event. I was so impressed with this. We saw a blazing third round where we saw crazy numbers. Um, if you remember a 16 and one, uh, Kendall Scruggs won it in that third round. Well, Sunday was darn near on pace. Uh, Emily Stiles, we interviewed the young lady from Plymouth, Indiana. She, uh, she won the fourth round with a 16 and four, picked up $3,700. Um, and Kendall Scruggs right on her heels with a 16 and 565. And here's a young lady that, uh, Wins out on the third round, picked up 10 grand, almost 11 grand the weekend before at the Lazy E. Um, big money for this young lady. She looked great. The Mississippi cowgirl had a wonderful weekend. And then finally, or Nick, Sam, I'm going to talk about the one that you picked to do it all. Wendy Chestnut, and picked to win the average, I should say. Wendy Chestnut in this round places third with a 16,575. The Vermont cowgirl really had a super consistent weekend. She didn't knock over any barrels. She picked up money on three out of the four rounds rounds well and
1: and wendy is very consistent that's her game and i picked her to wonder average because she's so consistent but if she would have came on the show like she said yeah she'd have probably won the I'd, average you know
0: I'd, I'd,
1: the girl that came on the show won the average wendy think yeah. about it yeah oh. that's true uh, that's true no, but, uh, <laughs> we'll go uh, with that yeah. i'm okay with that <laughs> um that horse is just solid you yeah. know might not be the fastest that that horse of kendall's can run that horse can flat out get it yep wendy's horse may not be as fast as some of those horses but no mistakes very i've watched that horse run a lot of times i mean over 100 and i
0: probably haven't seen it hit two barrels really you know just very solid you bet you bet. Well, she was in the mix of it all, that's for sure. And then finally, in the fourth round, uh Mary Brooks um picks up a fourth place check. Proctor uh Arkansas Cowgirl, sixteen five, seven, eight, wins nine hundred and twenty-six dollars. So on the cowgirl barrel racing average, Emily Styles, the rookie cowgirl, uh Gosh, she's 17 or 18 years of age. She came on Sunday. Her and her horse, Sophie, Plymouth, uh, Indiana cowgirl up around the Elkhart, Indiana, South Bend, Indiana area. She wins the average um, uh, uh, with seventy-four and wins $7,400 in the process. Wendy Chestnut is second. You talked about her all the way through. Uh, she ends up winning 5500 The uh, Vermont Cowgirl does. Uh, Mary Brooks ends up number three in the average with $3,700. And uh, Stephanie um, Joyner ends up winning fourth in the average. And she picks up a check for $1,852. Let's go to the Cowgirl finals, the year-end championship finals. Julie Plard, who comes out of Quebec, uh, quiet, a bit quiet during the during the finals. She picks up thirty seven hundred at the finals, but she wins the uh, the championship with sixty one thousand five hundred and ten dollars. She is your twenty twenty three cowgirl barrel racing champion, Emily Styles, the rookie cowgirl we talked about. She ends up placing um, second in the year end finals. Comes in number five. Comes in with regular earnings of $28,000, wins almost $17,000 at the finals, finishes up number two, picks up three positions in the points, and she is your number two dollar winner throughout the entire weekend, second behind uh, Hudson Bolton in the bull rider Bull riding was uh sixteen thousand six sixty-seven. Wendy Chestnut comes in number eight. She finishes up the year in number three. Five positions she picks up, thirteen thousand. She won um on the weekend, and finally Julie Thomas. Uh Julie Thomas um uh finishes up number four. She came in number two, did not pick up any money at the finals. Uh, but she ends up uh, number number four, and congratulations to all of our cowgirls in the cowgirl barrel racing. What a weekend! Yeah,
1: it it was just so tight, so tight, so fun to watch. Um, never thought I would enjoy <laughs> it that much. Uh, it, was, it was just very interesting, and uh, you know the that, that Styles girl to come in and do what she did. That that's just great and such a young lady and that horse of Kendall shrubs impresses me, you know, so much speed there. So Mm -hmm. there, you know, when you can run that 16 one and that big a pattern, that horse is going places. That horse is going places.
0: Absolutely. Absolutely. All right, let's move on. Cowgirl breakaway rope and Kyla Matthews wins the fourth round. She, she was long in the first, she, she missed on the first round. Goes a one in nine, Sam, to win the second round, comes back and misses in the third round, wins the fourth round with a one in nine, picks up uh, uh, on Saturday night on Sunday, rather, excuse me, on Sunday night, the final round uh, one in nine picks up thirty seven hundred dollars. Uh, she came on our show as well. Sage Dunlap, the North Carolina cowgirl, she she ropes well 2.1, splits second and third in the fourth round, splits it with Callie Griffin. Uh, they each pick up about $2,300 for that win in fourth in the round. Hadassah Mullet, the Ohio cowgirl, she places fourth with a 2 and 4. Going to the breakaway average... Kelsey Mabry in the Cowgirl Breakaway Roping Average, she ends up number one, 11 and seven on, on, uh, four forehead. Sam, the only, only young lady to catch any, th- uh, to catch all four, um, Places in the first round only with a three-second run. One in uh, splits first and second with thirty-two under forty-one dollars. Round two was a three and six. Round three was a two and five. No money on either of those rounds. Round four was a two and six with no money. So she picked up thirty-two hundred throughout the course of the rounds. Picks up seventy-four hundred on the on the average. Uh, for the cowgirl from Piedmont, Alabama.
1: Yeah, she wasn't the fastest on everything, but she was the most solid. Went and did her job and uh, got the average money. And that's one of the goals. We'll be there for the weekend. So congratulations to her. You bet.
0: And Hadassah Mullett, Strasburg, Ohio cowgirl, 8-4 on three in the average. Uh, she ends up number two, picking up $5,556. Peyton Dingman comes out of Pryor, Oklahoma. She's third in the average, 11-7 and seven on three, picks up 3700 And Maylee Wade, white Georgia cowgirl. She is fourth in the average. Thirteen and nine picks up eighteen hundred dollars. And Sam Maylee Wade, she competed at the WCR event in North Carolina. She won it there. She picked up twenty five thousand eight hundred and fifty dollars in the fall.
1: Well, congratulations to that young lady, and that's who I had to pick to win the average. And uh, she had a good weekend and just fell short on the last one.
0: Um, and then finally, uh, Kyla Matthews, we interviewed this cowgirl. We're into the year-end championship. She is your cowgirl breakaway roping for 2023, the Athens, Tennessee cowgirl. Um, she ends up number one, picks up about $7,400 at the at the finals, 37986 on the year. Second place is Maylee Wade. Um, she picked up about $2,300 through the finals, had that uh, fourth place in the average, and she ended up being your number two cowgirl. Hadassah Mullet, the Ohio cowgirl, she ends up number three. She came in fifth, Sam, picks up three positions, wins ten grand at the IFR. And then, finally, Kelsey Mabry, the cowgirl that uh, she ended up uh, placing fourth on the year, comes in number 10. Now, she had won a world championship. She is a past champion. 2019, she won it all for the Piedmont, Alabama cowgirl. She ends up number fourth on the year, picks up six positions, uh, $11,100 for the weekend.
1: Yeah, and those... champion in the breakaway rope and there was a pattern mm-hmm. he missed one rope one and one nine missed one rope one and <laughs> one nine so <laughs> congratulations to her for being the IPRA champion a great job and Absolutely. you know this breakaway rope is just so
0: so <laughs> glad they put it in there to the yeah. rodeos it adds so girls. much I don't know that there's a faster event. Maybe steer wrestling. I mean, these ladies were in quick. They've they're got blazing fast times. Uh, the arena cleans up quick. You know, maybe steer wrestling, right? No, this is the fastest event in rodeo. Is it? I mean, yeah. I'm just yeah. saying for handling through and through. And, you From know? Top to bottom, this is the fastest. Cause, um, you don't chase like, your
1: steer wrestling horse, do you? N- no, very <laughs> seldom, you know. Do they run a steer another time around? But they can. I believe the out gate is open for these calves. So if they don't catch them on the first loop, they go right out. They're, and they're gone. Stunned. Yeah. And if they do catch them, they go right out and they're done. They ride down there and get their <laughs> rope and. uh and they're done so they're uh, done. this is the fastness of that
0: i don't know why yeah i i thought it was i thought it was neat i thought it was super competitive um and all professional rodeo and all all professional rodeo has got to has got to add this to it um I would, I'm waiting for the year when your all around again is won uh, by a cowgirl that runs barrels and does a breakaway and the all around championship. And there's only ever one all around champion. So the cowgirls compete against the Cowboys, Sam, in the all around. And I, I could see that day happening sometime. I really can. So, uh,
1: Wrap your boots on tight, girls, and get rolling. <laughs> a lot right. of rodeos to go
0: to. <laughs> a lot of rodeos to go to. And we talked about the big money coming in, a half a million dollars in prize money, up from 250000 in total prize money a year ago. So we knew there were going to be some records that got broken, Sam. And according to my cal- calculation, I believe there are five records that got broken. So, if you remember in the bull riding, Corden McCoy in 2002 had won $53,000. Hudson Bolton, he wins 79000 beats the old record by about $27,000. Good for him. <laughs> Good for him. Uh, yeah. Yeah. Tie down roping. Ken Bailey had held the record from 2002. Justin Thigpen beats that record this year by $9,000, the new record. And we're going to be talking about these records next year. The new record's $48,585. Uh, uh, cowgirl barrel racing. Um, if if Hudson Bolton wouldn't have, wouldn't have won, what if you take Hudson Bolton out of the mix, right? Um, your top money winner on the year, um, for year end was, um, was Julie Plard out of Quebec. Uh, and she breaks the old record by about $4,300, but she was, she was, uh, she won 61,500 on the year. Um, so beats all the other vents except, of course, for Hudson uh, Bolton, who wins mm, seventy nine, almost eighty thousand uh, dollars. In the team roping, uh, we had a we had a record earnings record of thirty nine and four this year. Both your header and your healer uh, beat that record by $11,794. Stephen Britnell uh, has a new record as the header. Heath King has the record um, uh, with the healing, uh, and he beat it by about fifty-eight hundred dollars. And finally, the cowgirl breakaway roping, Kayla Matthews, had set the record in 2022 with twenty-six thousand dollars. This year, she beat, she raises that record, replaces that record with. Uh, with an additional $12,000 over that to take her to almost $38,000 on the year, Sam.
1: Yeah, and congratulations to all those people that broke records and all that. I don't know even if they might know about it, but uh, a great job. But I'm looking down through here, Doug, in yeah. the other years. Yeah. Um. There's one, two, three, four... Five records set mm-hmm. in 2002. Yes. Must have been a big year. Must I, have been I, something going on.
0: I, You know, cause... I caught my attention to Sam, and I didn't ask when we were out there. I, I probably should call Dale and say, okay, Dale. I'm guessing money money got picked up. In other words, there was a big jump in money somewhere in, in the year-end payoff at the finals. I'm guessing, but I should we should really know. Yeah, that, that.
1: that's interesting. You know, and I, I just glancing down through there, I said, "Whoa, look at that!" Yeah, and uh, I don't even know if there's well, there's 2019. There's two of them, but that's the
0: closest one to five. So, yeah. um, yep, yep, yep. Yep. Pretty interesting. Pretty interesting. This whole weekend, Sam, was interesting. Um, again, we really appreciate uh, the, you know, Dale Yerrigan and and, and uh, us being able to be part of this great rodeo. Um, it's great to see Sylvan Bourgeois and... B.J. Prince, of course, they came down from Canada, big big rodeo stock contractors up there, in a bi- and they are the Western Festival of St. Tite right? And just neat. We got to hang out with them on Thursday night and had a lot of fun.
1: Yeah, it was a great weekend. Uh, I really didn't know what to expect going into it. Um, a whole different aspect of what I'm used to doing out there. Yep. And it was fun. Uh, got to see a lot of people that I haven't seen, and some in years, some, some from the year before, but uh, it, it was just good. It, the, everything was good from top to bottom, and had a wonderful time. You bet, you bet.
0: And, and we got to record with Mike Fletcher. What a, what a treat, Sam. What a, what a story. Uh, the um, IPRA world champion, what a story. Just it's going to be great. And I'm going to try to get that up in the next couple of weeks. Uh, Very neat story. Just and I'd never met him before. And it felt like by the end of that conversation, I'd known him my whole life.
1: You know, when you first said you wanted to do this and go to the IFR, you know, there was two people come to mind because I knew Clint Corey would be there. I thought I'd like to interview him. And I didn't know. I said Mike Fletcher. Yep, if you're gonna, yep, if you're gonna do a podcast, you gotta get Mike Fletcher
0: on. Yep, and you grabbed uh, him. You grabbed him. It was like yep. five o'clock. We had a seven seven thirty show. You grabbed him at five o'clock. What was it on, on Friday night? Because he was leaving town. He'd come in for the old timers reunion, um, and I'm so glad we did. And then we got a commitment from Dennis Morris, the bull rider. And he'd been requested. I'd gotten a message uh, saying, "You got to get Dennis Morris on. He is, he is confirmed he's going to be sitting with us. I saw a click, Corey, in the elevator on Thursday night. He's going to be on. I got a commitment there. Uh, Mike Ladding, I talked to him on Sunday, the Illinois stock contractor. Uh, he's agreed to come on Sam. so and I know there's a bunch more. I'm probably you know, that we're going to get on based on what uh, what the response was, Sam, when we got out there.
1: Yeah, it, everybody was very interested in what we we're doing and, and why. And I said, I don't know why either, but uh, <laughs> and, uh, people are listening, so I guess we will. And it, it, it was a good time. And, you know, Mike Fletcher is kind of a charismatic type person,
0: and oh, it'll man. be interesting, folks. You bet. It's going to be very interesting. And did anybody say when you said, Hey, we're doing a podcast, did any, anybody look at you and go, Sam, you're, you're not a big talker in general. Uh, yeah, it was, <laughs> I, they really didn't kind of say that to start
1: with, you know, but as we went on, uh, yeah, they said, I said, yeah, I think it'd be better for Mike, but, uh, <laughs> he talks a little more than I do. Yeah. But it's getting easier and better
0: all the time. And you are doing great. You are just doing great. And the more, and you know, I was, I was tickled. You know, we got all the PBR events that uh, we had we had done uh back in may and again in the in what was it november for the team finals we did all those and that was super good experience for us to get ready so when we went down there we knew generally what we were looking to do for a wrap-up um the addition was the great interviews we had um people being on site uh cody reinhardt and and kyla matthews and callie uh Emily Styles. I mean, go down through the list, and then the stand-up interviews on Saturday night, which was great fun. So just like everybody, I mean, we learned a lot. What could we do to improve? Sam, it was our first finals. So when we get back to our second finals, just like bronc riding, we're going to do things just a little bit differently, and we're going to improve and, and get a little bit stronger and a little bit better all the way through. Well, we should always try to
1: try to improve and move in the right direction instead of the wrong direction. But, yeah. Uh, yes, we we did learn a lot, we there was a lot of pluses to the weekend. Yeah, as and I we think discussed we, later on,
0: we might have won the podcasting for the weekend, the event. I'm not sure. Um, I, I haven't seen the standings yet. You know what I mean? But uh, we might have won. Is that possible?
1: It's a good possibility. Uh, <laughs> there was another
0: one there. Rodeo Roots, and, right? Rob yeah, Gann, Dan yeah, again. Mm-hmm. And if you haven't listened to that, guys, I'm going to encourage you to do that. They're on Apple Podcasts. He's getting everything stood up. He's got some great interviews. He interviewed Rob Smets at the WCRA uh, in Guthrie the weekend before we got down there, Sam.
1: Yeah. And, and you know, he, he knows Rodeo and, i'm sure it's good i haven't listened yet but i will yep and i know he was busier than us so we definitely got more content than he (laughs) we did yeah he was pulling (laughs) gates and stuff we were just watching (laughs) yeah yeah watching and taking notes and
0: Trying to figure out what we're going to say tomorrow. Absolutely, story of our lives. Well, I tell you what, Sam. It was a great, great weekend, and I think we had four day, uh, four days of great rodeo to our listeners at. IFR 54. Uh, So such great competition at such a great uh, rodeo venue, the Lazy Arena in Guthrie. It has been it, it has been great to interview so many of these rodeo athletes. We saw old friends. We made new ones. As we said, we had a great interview with Mike Fletcher that Sam and I did on Friday night. And we hope that our listeners, we hope that you enjoy our IFR 54 wrap up show and all of our. Our IF uh, 54 coverage. Uh, We want to spread the word about professional rodeo. You know, that's the reason we started this podcast, um, BTC, to do exactly that. Uh, Word of mouth is always important. If you're talking to some other rodeo competitors, share it with them, tell them about it let's let's get our listenership up there. Share this episode with your friends, your family, and you can find them. You can help them find BTC on all the major podcast platforms or on YouTube or on Spotify or on Apple podcast, you name it, we're up there. We also invite you to check out our Beyond the Shoots uh, Facebook page and our web page, Beyond the Shoots Show. Um, we're going to be putting some effort to get to Beyond the Shoots Facebook page out there a little bit, a little bit more represented in the world. Um, so we're going to, you're going to see some reels and some stuff coming out. We're finally getting around to that aspect of things. Um, we want to, we want you to find it and we're going to do our best to have good content for you to come and see. And we want to say thank you, Sam, to Parasite Systems for their support with, with this podcast, with our travels and everything that we're doing. Yes. So thank you, Parasite Systems. And now, Doug,
1: do you realize Emily took some stuff to, Get her horses tested. She
0: took some tests. She she did. She took some test kits. And she's already winning. I know. She wants to get better. I know. And with (laughs) absolutely well said. Well said, absolutely. So, thank you to Parasite System. And Sam said, you know, you can get, you can do testing. Uh, Parasite System is a push-button parasitic diagnostic system for your pasture animals, for your highly competitive rodeo athletes, your equine partners. Uh, You can order your test kits at poop, poop to uh, to proof, poop number two. proof.com sam you got to say it that's been our ritual proof to proof it's poop to proof poop to proof poop to i'm proof. having a hard yes. time with the piece. i know <laughs> I, I i i saw that i heard that uh and then btc 023 we got a coupon for you save save some money half off half off your test kits easy process all you got to do is pull out the little hockey puck container Pick a little poo out of the pasture, identify the horse, write down some information, put it in the refrigerated pack uh, uh, envelope, and send it off. And within days, you will get an email back. That is BTC023. And for this evening, Sam, and for the IFR54 wrap-up, this is Beyond the Shoots with... Thanks, Lange. Until next time, this is Doug Simcox. Thank you for listening.